It's four o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live! Welcome to the big show. Thank you, fake band. Thank you, fake audience. Almost couldn't find the audience. <laughs> that never happens on a real TV show. Just here. Hello, everybody in the chat room. We have Catherine Werlinich, Jesse J. Peck, Simon F., uh, Red Sky, all the way from Aberdeen, Scotland. Um, Mun Tom, Van Tamalonis, Weather Eye, Paul Craig, Gary Sorry for messing up your name, Dorothy Papa Papa Stolu. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bridget Nicolini, Dean Turner, uh, Robert Else, Funky Freddy. One. Is that, do you have a hockey mask? <laughs> Bob Gunnerfeld, John Palmer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Okay, so I uh, hope you all had a good weekend. This is going to be one of those shows where you're going to be fine-tuning your ears and putting yourself in the hot seat that a taxi A&R person would be in when they listen to music. Um, of course, we all would love to forward everything we get, um, but we can't. Um, and some people have the perception that the screeners are sitting there going, ah, what can I do to break this person's heart? Couldn't be further from the truth. They're actually sitting there for a couple of reasons, thinking that they would like to forward the music. Reason number one is it's a lot easier to write, hey, nice going, you've been forwarded, than it is to think about what is it that's not working for me and then put that down you know, in words that are helpful and not hurtful. Um, it takes some work. Anybody who's ever tried screening here, we've actually had some members come in and try it and they go, wow, that's a lot harder than I thought. We've had staff members do it that thought that it was a lot harder than they thought watching the other screeners screen for us. So um, I guess it was probably a month and a half ago or so, uh, um, there was a type of social network. I won't say which one, but no, I'm not on Facebook, if that's what you're wondering. Um, a taxi member reached out to me, uh, found me hiding in the bushes <laughs> in that place, and sent me a direct message that said, uh, you know, I'm looking at my uh, renewal notice and wondering, should I bother to renew? I've made all these submissions for all these years, and I never get forwarded, and it's so frustrating. And my heart went out to the guy. I, I really felt his pain. I, you know, uh, it's hard for me. Look, I know there are times where I pitch business ideas or what have you, and, and they don't get accepted. Or somebody doesn't open an email. There are a million things that could happen. But I know that it's frustrating. It leaves you with an empty, hollow feeling of, gee, did I do something wrong? Could I have done something better? So this gentleman reached out to me and I listened to one of the songs. I had my own opinion, but then again, I'm not somebody who uh, does A&R work here at Taxi every day, so maybe I'm a little rusty. Um, so I thought, you know, why don't we, I actually said to the guy, why don't we play your music on an episode of Taxi TV? We've done this before and, uh, and we'll let a, kind of a, a jury of your peers um, give their opinions, and I want to see how they line up with what the uh, taxi screener said. So that is our mandate today. 
you guys on the big show are going to be listening to this music. And he did, by the way, um, request that we play the music, play each song all the way through. Um, and his reasoning for that is there's some really great guitar solos in there. There are some great guitar solos in there. Um, and I would like the audience to be able to hear those. So we are going to do what he asked and we're going to play these songs all the way through. So without any further ado, oh, you know what? I'm going to read the listings. Uh, so the first song is called It Could Be Better, um, featuring piano, it says in uh, parentheses. And the listing description is piano-based rock songs with male or female vocals are needed by a European music library with lots and lots of great placements that are expanding their reach and catalog size. Send them mid to up-tempo songs and general stylistic range of the references below. And those references are Clocks by Coldplay, probably one of the most referenced songs in the history of Taxi. Uh, New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down by LCD Sound System. Love that title. <coughs> Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. Uh, and Somebody to Love by Queen. And you have to match the vocal. Just kidding. That's never going to happen. Please submit original, well-crafted rock songs that prominently feature the piano with typical rock band instrumentation in there as well. Your submission should have great melodies, a killer rhythm section, and a big anthemic chorus. Having a solid vocal performance with plenty of attitude and a ton of rock swagger could help you a lot for this request. Note, recently recorded songs or old vintage master recordings can both work for this pitch. Please avoid submitting anything that sounds stiff, synthetic, or obviously MIDI-driven. The more authentic sounding, the better. Lyric themes can vary but should be consistent with the genre. Lyrics that avoid specific names, places, dates, times, brands, and profanity are preferred. Avoid profanity. Yeah, I didn't mean that. It came out sounding like we'd prefer profanity. Not on this show. Uh, is there easier to pitch in place? Meaning songs that don't have dates, times, places, brands, and profanity. Easier to pitch. Makes sense. Do not copy the reference artists or songs in any way, shape, or form. That's very, very bad. Use them as a general guide for tempo, tone, and overall vibe. Broadcast quality is needed. The company offers an exclusive deal, so please be sure the songs you pitch for this opportunity are not already signed, blah, blah, blah. Not really relevant to what we're going to be doing today. So without any further ado, Bria, would you please play It Could Be Better? Write down your thoughts. I mean, not yet, but write them down now. And in a minute, I'm going to ask you guys... Can't seem to get very far 
New audience there. <laughs> That's the worst British accent in the history of fake British accents. Okay, so uh, I want to get your opinions. So start espousing them and I will read them as quickly as I can. Catchy hook, like the solos and could be better. Um, I forgot it was supposed to be piano featured. There's a piano in the mix, all right, but not prominent. A plus on the song, uh, band needs to be more together, nice tune, very rocky, Ooh, it's hard to read, these are going by so fast, uh, like, man, they're just screaming in there, okay, I'm going to wait until they're all in, then I'm going to scroll back up and read some, uh, no piano, no cold play, it's not piano driven just because there's a piano in there, vocals in the wrong octave range for the right energy, okay-ish song, Respectfully, it's a little bit long. Vocal could be better. Perhaps I misheard the listing. Not hearing piano throughout um, puts me in mind of Bob Seger. I saw somebody earlier say uh, it reminded them of American rock. Um, decent song, but it isn't executed well. The drums are in and out of, shoot. Where'd that go? Oh, well, I lost it. Um, simply not enough piano, clear directive. If it's not piano driven, it's not gonna cut it no matter how great the song is. Um, let's see. Vocals need to show more range. Felt like more like Tom Petty or Joe Cocker or Mott the Hoople. Interesting. Less like Queen or Coldplay. Um, somebody made a comment about Roadhouse and AJ agrees with him or her. Not the right genre fit. Um, 
Doesn't meet the listing or pull from the references. Sounds like cat scratch fever. Interesting. Not feeling the vocal for the listing. Voice isn't a rock voice. Boy, you guys really got into this. Chorus didn't sound anthemic to me. Needs a lot of mix help. EQ, EQ, EQ. Great song. Um, sounds like a good bar band. Jangly classic rock vibe. I think the miss was not a lot of piano. British rock feel of Queen and Coldplay. Uh, stylistically doesn't match the listing. Hard I have a hard time identifying my song stylistically too. That's from Ricky Archuleta. Um, Simon F says misses the ref tracks. Pierre Etienne says where's the anthemic part? Um, cool tune, but not sure the vibe of the tune is in the same ballpark of the reference tracks. No big anthemic chorus, in my opinion. Details like this have gotten me returns too. Learning point. Bunch of mixed problems. Oh yeah, not convincing. Um, lyrics, rhythm left a bunch of bare spots. Uh, everyone needs to remember the listings have to be dead on, not close. Uh, something I want to point out is you, they're not asking you to match the three references, you know, I mean, stylistic range of the references. So just want to be clear about that. They didn't say, give me something like Coldplay. Basically, most of the time they're looking for something that sounds like, if you like Coldplay, you'd like this. If you were listening to a playlist that had Coldplay or LCD Sound System or Queen on it, any of those songs in the refs, that your song would fit on that list. Um... I hear a lot in the song like I want a cleaner mix. Not sure if it fit this listing even when cleaned up. Uh, it says feature piano. Piano should be featured. Uh, not to cue, but good groove and chorus. Didn't hear entire song, verse, etc. cetera. Uh, came in late. Can I hear? Sure, Anthony. We'll stop the entire show and replay it just for you. No, that's not going to happen. Sorry. Um, more hard rock rather than progressive rock. Um, it just asked for rock. Okay. Uh, key point is piano-driven, I think. Uh, Simon F., uh, this is not on that list. Hearing more southern rock, Alice Skinnerd. But Clocks has a sound. LCD Sound System has a sound. This wasn't it. Coldplay Queen and LCD Sound System are three distinct ref tracks, but they're all on the bombastic style, like something that would fill an arena. Um, closer to Marshall Tucker. Interesting. We can listen uh, to the archive. There you go. Um, prog Rock didn't hear at all. Uh, I had two return for this one. Like the songs, my lyrics weren't universal enough. Pay close attention to your lyrics to people. Um, generally a great submission for the listing. Um, very usable track that did not fit the listing. I think it should have been forwarded. That was from Gary Cree, K-R-E-I-E. -E. Um, rock but not piano driven. Uh, the song would be a great track for a 70s garage band rock song. Uh, it sounds outdated. Uh, didn't seem to fit the listing. Okay, so uh, decent song, but not executed well. Drums are in and out of the pocket. Okay, I'm going to chime in because 
when I spoke to this gentleman, uh, I listened to, I think, every song that he had on his taxi profile, but the one that was in question, which I don't think necessarily was this one. I could be wrong. It's been a while now. But that was the thing that I pointed out. It, you know, I'm, the gentleman is, is not a bad writer, uh, and I think his vocals are uh, kind of, at least in this song, a little reminiscent maybe of Jeff Lynne. Um, kind of that same measured approach. It doesn't really go like balls out, you know. Um, and, and this lyric actually, in my humble opinion, actually needs a vocal that's like, could be better, should be really emphatic, you know, not like restrained and it sounds polite. Um, Anyway, the drums were the issue for me. I even made a note uh, as I was listening to this today. I wrote down classic rock, um, sounded like classic rock uh, to me. The drum turn, sometimes would he would come out, whoever was playing drums on it. Uh, I don't know if it was the gentleman or if it was the drummer that he hired but uh, or somebody that's in his band. But coming out of the drum turnarounds, um, it was like, you know, uh, one of the phrases I used to use back in the studio was sounds like sneakers in a clothes dryer. You never know where the beats were going to land. And, and that's the way it felt coming out of the drum turns. It was like, <laughs> kind of like, oh, you just missed it. Um, Wishy-washy nails it could do for Southern. The song is literally singing about itself. <laughs> could be better. Very funny. Uh, Bart Sosha says, Hello, I've got an interesting issue with feedback that was basically rejected because song didn't match to an ad, but no one mentioned anything about the ad. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I want to understand. Uh, do you want acoustic drums or synth drums? Um, they didn't specify, but for the type of music, you should pick the type of drums that are typically associated with that style of music. Uh, Fan Tamalominus liked my uh, shoes in a clothes dryer. Thank you, Tam, or Fam. Fan. <laughs> Fan. <laughs> Fan. Um, they named a drug after you back in the mid-90s, Fen Fen. They liked it so much, they named it twice. Uh, Time for another cue, okay. <laughs> anyway, so I'm guessing, um, oh, and the screener also checked off on the critique, um, instrumental performance. So I think that the screener probably picked up on the fact that the drums were just not that tight. Um, not a bad song, you know, it's really not a bad song. And I kind of like the sound of the, the guy's vocal. Uh, it just needed to be sung like he meant it where it required that from the performance. Um, all right, so are we, let's, let's have plus ones. If you agree with the screener who did not forward this for that listing, give me a plus one in the chat room. Let's see, and give me a, a, a minus one if you disagree with the screener. flying in, literally like a flock of birds just flying through my screen. All right, so um, 
almost a full consensus. Uh, we have a couple of outliers, one of whom is Amanda West. Amanda, how are you? Haven't seen you in a while. Um, How do you spell unanimous? Carefully. All right. Uh, okay, so I think all but two people said that the, they agree with the screener. Um, oh, Amanda says her minus one was a mistake. So now we're down to one person who disagreed with the screener. <laughs> Amanda, you're funny. <laughs> Okay, moving on, let us go to the next song. Um, this song is called Here We Go Again. The listing description is piano-based rock songs. Uh, oh. oh, this is the same listing. Okay, this is a different song for the same listing. So I'm going to read the listing again, at least the important parts of it. Um, Piano-based rock songs with male or female vocals are needed by a European music library with lots and lots of great placements that are expanding their reach and catalog size. Send them mid to up-tempo songs in the general stylistic range of the references below, which are Clocks by Coldplay, New York I Love You But You're Bringing Me Down by LCD Sound System, Somebody to Love by Queen. Please submit original well-crafted songs that prominently underlying that prominently feature the piano with typical rock band instrumentation in there as well. Your submission should have great melodies, a killer rhythm section. Oh, by the way, the screener said on that one, uh, on, the, on the last one, um, hi, the listing requested songs with a killer rhythm section, and I hear the drums uh, being a little too loose. Try tightening that up. So there you go, the drum thing. Um, having a solid vocal performance. Oh, sorry. Uh, your submission should have great melodies, a killer rhythm section, and a big anthemic chorus. Having a solid vocal performance with plenty of attitude, a ton of rock swagger could help you a lot for this request. Can use vintage or current songs. Um, nothing that sounds stiff, synthetic, or obviously MIDI-driven. The more authentic sounding, the better. Lyric themes should be consistent with the rock genre. Um, lyrics that avoid names, specific names, places, dates, times, brands, and profanity are preferred. Um, that's it. And before Bria kicks me under the table, remember, click the little bell thing. I'm not entirely sure what it does, but it's cute, so click it. This one, I know what you should do. Uh, I never get this right. There we go. It's backwards in my world. Yeah, right there. Click that subscribe thing that looks just like this one, uh, and that way you'll know when stuff is happening on our channel. Share, the opposite of Sonny, or actually the partner of Sonny, and like us, because we're insecure. There you go. Uh, okay, so now you've heard the listing again. We're moving on to song number two. This one's called Here We Go Again. Hit that button, please, Bria.
All right, so before we start reading through some of the opinions, can you guys take a vote now? Plus one if you agree with the screener who did not forward it. Minus one if you think the screener should have forwarded for that listing. And Bria, while they're casting their votes, can you tell me how long the first song was and how long the second song was? The first song was three minutes and 18 seconds. Okay, not and too long. And the second song was five minutes and 50 seconds. Five, five, zero? Yes. Wow, second song was five minutes and 50 seconds too long. Just too long. <laughs> it's just too long. All right, the votes are rolling in. Um, there's a message held for review. My goodness. Um, all right, I think they were all, I missed the first little handful of them, but it looks like they all the votes are in agreement, or some people have been known to say, um, in agreeance. <laughs> Somebody just said in agreeance recently, which I thought was funny. I don't think that's even a word. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, five minutes, 50 seconds is too long. Uh, and it looks like, uh, I, I, I don't think I saw, oh, there we go. Dominic Rio gave a minus one. Uh, so that's one person who thinks the screener screwed up. Bria laughed at that on rare occasions. She thinks I'm funny. No, I laughed at the Simon F's. Oh, she laughed at Simon F. Never too long if it's a fabulous song. So there you go. Simon, you got a laugh out of somebody that I rarely get a laugh out of. She doesn't laugh with me. She only laughs at me. Um, okay, so, and Anthony Dixon gave a minus one. So I believe we've got two people that do not agree with the screener. Um, okay, so what did the taxi screener say? The, by the way, taxi screener did not forward this. I should have said that uh, before I, no, after I counted your votes. Um, and the box that was checked stylistically off target was the music was stylistically off target. And then it says, hello, the person's name, good effort. But I would suggest a maximum eight bar intro for commercial related pitches. An edit would be a thought here. Also a bigger chorus energy would be needed for the track to work here. So there you go. The chorus definitely was anthemic. Um, my feelings, which I think several of you also brought up. Uh, by the way, I did like some parts of the melody I thought were really cool. They were dated back to my era, which is like the mid-70s, maybe even the early 70s. But there were some melodic things where I thought, wow, you know, back in that time period, that could have been a hit. But back then, not necessarily today. Um, the drums, again, very problematic. It just wasn't finding the pocket. Uh, I made a, I wrote down 1973. Um, I wrote down that it was not a rock song, although by the by 1973 standards, it could have been a type of rock. Uh, there were times it felt a little like prog rock because it had all these different sections and movements in it. Um, but what it wasn't was something that would go on a playlist with Coldplay. Uh, New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down by LCD Sound System or Somebody to Love by Queen. Um, it just 
didn't feel like it should be on that list. Uh, Mojo Bone says it, it still wasn't a bad song. You're right, it wasn't. That's what I told this gentleman when I spoke to him. You know, stuff is not bad. It, it's just... Um, Jay Williams says, man, you guys are harsh on drums. Now, listen carefully. You'll hear spots where you like want to tap your foot and then like, oh, man, I missed the tap. Um, Tom Selden liked the, the real and in the years lead guitar tone. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, setting aside Catherine where Lineage says, setting aside the posting stipulations, meaning the listing requirements, this is a diamond in the rough, and it's a nod to great badass rock and roll. Perhaps not a fit for this listing, but keep pushing on, fellas. Beautiful piano melodies. Um, Hula Harp says, you gotta hook up with a co-writer. I think he has some good ideas, but he just needs a collaborator. Um, it would be Howling Wolf says, hey, Howling Wolf, how are you? It would be fine as a song on a vinyl from 70s, one of them, but no hit. Um, Ron Kajawa says, the member doesn't understand this industry yet. Uh, bad recording, weak vocals, uh, out of time, way too long intro for the submission way too much pedal on the piano solo when this happened, blurs everything together. Uh, understand feeling frustration about your songs getting rejected, but in this business, you'll do better to get past feeling like the pro or screener is wrong. Just embrace the feedback and learn. Thank you. Um, yes, the Robbie Hancock says, the member needs three things, taxi, TV, the forum, and the rally. And I asked this gentleman, um, if he participated in any of those things, I think he said, yeah, you know, I've, I've seen a taxi TV or two. Uh, I've, you know, lurked on the forum, uh, didn't go to the rally. I hear this a lot from people that are unhappy with taxi. They almost always don't participate in those things that make successful members because, hey, this is the music I make. You either like it or you don't. And I don't want to do what somebody else tells me. I don't want to be shoved into a mold. You know, I'm not a a piece of, of clay that can be molded. Well, you can do whatever you want to satiate your um, artistic side, but when you're trying to pitch stuff that the industry is asking for, why not give them what they want? I, if you went into a restaurant, let's, let's say you and I go out to dinner tonight. We sit down at a table, there's a little candle, some forks and knives and napkins. We have a little bit of wine and you order the lobster bisque and the the white fish, okay? And I order a steak and a salad. And the chef comes out and says, you know, rather than giving you the lobster bisque and the white fish that you ordered, I just made some incredible lamb shank, whatever you call it, and, and you gotta have this. And you would look at them and go, well, that's great, thank you, but that's not what I wanted. And you wouldn't be wrong. So it's kind of similar to that. If somebody in the industry asks you for something, they need that particular thing for their catalog because they don't have enough of it or they're pitching to a particular show that uses that kind of music. In 
they're not just people, especially in film and TV, are not just looking for, wow, that music really touches my soul. I love this song. I, I've never, ever met a music supervisor who listened to a piece of music and thought, this doesn't work in any of the shows or films that I'm working on, but I just love this piece of music. Therefore, I'm going to put it in that thing that I'm supervising right now just because I love it so much. They can't. It will sound wrong in the scene. The executive producer will look at the music supervisor like, what the hell were you thinking? So you are filling orders here. It doesn't mean that they're trying to make you into something you're not. You either choose to submit or you don't. That's how you opt out of you know, not using your music for something that doesn't fit what you've done. Um, just don't submit for it. Okay, so there you go. Um, keep trying, uh, trying to keep eyes open. Oh, that's because it's late. Um, after, uh, let's see. Robbie Hancock says those things are huge and fitting a square peg in a round hole is not going to happen. Be malleable and go back to being a student. Best thing you could ever do for yourself and your music. I'm seriously, personally listening to this gentleman's stuff. I like some of his ideas. I like the overall timbre of his voice. I think he's a good guitar player. I think this guy would be really well served to become part of the taxi community on the forum, meet some like-minded members, somebody that's got maybe better, stronger production chops, um, somebody who's better with drums, and work together with that person. Because maybe if you brought out the best of what you do, and I'm now speaking to the gentleman whose music this is, if you can contribute the best of what you do and somebody else contributes the best of what they do, which kind of fills in the blank spots for you, two heads are often better than one. And we've seen this happen time and time and time and time again from our members. So there you go. Um, Bart Sosha, I keep catching your things kind of flying by. Um, you should just reach out to our head screener. If you got issues, uh, you're, you know, this isn't the time. I mean, we're not trying to squash your comments or hide what you're saying from the public. But, you know, if you think that in the middle of me doing a show for a couple hundred people, I'm going to stop and just concentrate on you and whatever your issues are, probably not, definitely not going to happen. But you can reach out to headscreenerataxi.com if you think you have valid issues and, and run it by that person, because that's what the head screener is for. Um, okay, so that's that. Let's move on to the next one. <coughs> Sorry. Um, oh, I read the comments already from the screener. Got it. Okay. All right, this one is for a different listing. I need a little swig of this colored water. Ran out of my favorite flavor of Rockstar today. So for maybe the first time ever in nine years, I'm not having Rockstar on the show. Okay, this listing says, Original Yacht Rock, also known as Soft Rock Songs, with male vocals are needed by an exclusive A-list independent music library with an incredible list of TV, film, and commercial placements, many of them for taxi members. They're on the hunt for mid-to-up-tempo songs that have a general style, the general style and vibe of the following references and other song and acts of that style and era. Excuse me. Um, I Got a Try by Michael McDonald, How Much I Feel by Ambrosia, 
uh, and Diamond Girl by Seals and Crofts. Please submit authentic-sounding Yacht Rock songs that would stylistically fit the vibe and style of the references above and others like them. America, Christopher Cross, Kenny Loggins, Pablo Cruz, the Doobie Brothers, excuse me, would all fall in the spectrum of this beloved genre, <laughs> beloved by yours truly, easily digestible melodies, lyrics, and rhythms, the tight musicianship, easy to sing along with vocals and harmonies, and clean, polite production are hallmarks of this classic genre. If you've got the goods, send them in if you'd like to be signed with this top-notch company. Note, recently made recordings or old vintage masters or really good demos can both work for this pitch. Uh, the more authentic sounding, the better. Uh, didn't specify any lyric themes, however, avoid lyrics that reference specific names, dates, times, places, brands, and profanity. Rec recommended. Uh, lyrics that avoid, I don't know if I said avoid in that sense, lyrics that are reflective of the style from the mid-70s to the mid-80s could work best. Don't copy the reference artists. Um, Era-appropriate broadcast quality is needed. So frankly, just right there, era-appropriate broadcast quality is needed. May buy this gentleman a little bit of slack on this go-around because um, to my era, and I grew up engineering in that era, um, I mean, this doesn't, Ah, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to keep my mouth shut until everybody has listened. Um, okay, so there you go. Bria, hit that play button, please.
Okay. Um, some of the comments, I, tr I may have paraphrased some of these because I was writing very quickly. Somebody said, sounds like one mic in the room. Um, sounds like a live take from a pub performance. Um, I wrote, made a note, uh, vocal doesn't nail it sometimes. Somebody said some flat notes. Somebody said too polite. Uh, several people commented about the mix overall. People are wondering if the mix sounds bad because it's coming through YouTube or because I'm listening to it through the NS10s in a microphone. Um, it, it sounds like that in the room. Uh, it, it really does. The mix leaves a lot to be desired, I'm sorry to say. Um, somebody wrote down tempo is shaky. Uh, let's see. Vocal good, but lack of feeling. The kick seems buried. Didn't appreciate the keyboard solo. The room sound is atrocious, but it's a good song and a great arrangement. Unless 70s sound is banned from a listing, what's wrong with 70s sound and vibe? Uh, it's not, I, I like the fact that this has the 70s vibe, but even in the 70s, this recording would have received the same comments from anybody who's a pro in the industry, which is, it just sounds like the drums are like across the room and there was, you know, like a Sure 57 dangling in the middle of the room to pick it up. Um, the vocal was obviously recorded more closely. Um, the piano sounded like it might have been direct, um, but it didn't sound good enough to place in a movie or a TV show. Um, and, and remember, this is a really high bar, high end publisher that ran this listing. Uh, and nobody, I can't say nobody, 99% of the time, the people in the industry are not going to think, wow, this is kind of cool. Maybe I should put it in the catalog. They don't operate like that. They look for music. What They don't want to take somebody's music and put it in their catalog and take it off the market unless they feel like they can make that person money with that song. So they're not passing on something to be a jerk about it. They're passing on something because they're being kind. I happen to know this publisher really well, and this gentleman will even go as far as when he hears something that he gets from Taxi, that doesn't really fill his need of the moment, but he gets how good it is, he will actually pick up the phone and call another publisher and say, by the way, do you need any of XYZ style? Because I just heard a really good one, but it's just not right for my clientele. Because not all music libraries have similar clientele. There are some companies out there that specialize in uh, like soap operas, getting a lot of stuff in soap operas. There are others that specialize in getting a lot of instrumental cues into reality TV shows. There are yet others who specialize in getting like touchy-feely, sentimental, uh, acoustic uh, guitar slash vocal songs about love and relationships and figuring life out and all that kind of stuff. Um, and they're really good at getting those to um, TV dramas that have, uh, oh gosh, what do they call that at the end of the show where they show you just the picture and the song comes in? I'm drawing a blank. Um, I'm sure somebody in the audience will get it. Um, must be something in the room because Bree is drawing a blank too. Um, like just the picture? Yeah, where they just have the, the picture, like when, um, I can't say when that character died, because I once mentioned this, a bunch of people freaked out that hadn't gotten caught, 
God, a montage. Thank you, Anne. Oh. Montage. Yeah. Some companies are really good at getting like singer-songwriter love songs uh, in montages. So they each have like their own set of clients and their own types of things. It may be two or three types of things that they're good at. Some are just like really good with instrumental track placements in reality shows. But my point being that one man's gold is another man's dirt. Okay. Um, so there you go. George Gillen says, great show, Michael, gotta run. No, get back here now, George, right now, <laughs> sit down. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, uh, so the screener on this one, maybe if I turn to the right page. Oh, uh, did we take a vote already in this one? I don't think we did, did we? We did, uh, we did on the other one. I don't think we took a vote on this one. So, you know what, plus one, if you would forward this, no, scratch that. Plus one if you agree with the screener who did not forward this. Minus one if you think the screener was a fool. All right. Uh, wow. You guys are fast on the trigger. All right, so we have virtually all people agreeing with the screener. I think I've seen one minus one go by. Somebody gave a minus half a, or a plus half a point. So they kind of agreed with the screener. Um, let's see, so the screener returned this uh, based on the vocal performance, um, which some people pointed out here, um, and the saying that the music was an issue. Um, it says the songwriting is in the right spirit, but the production and vocal energy could be more smooth and easy breezy. Nice lyric hook though. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, you know, frankly, one of the things that I think is one of the hallmarks of Yacht Rock is that generally speaking, um, it's more polite than regular rock. You know, it doesn't get very rambunctious or very ballsy or edgy or any of that stuff. Uh, it doesn't have any bad boy in it. It's all, uh, Michael McDonald is, has a pretty voice, you know. Um, How Much I Feel by Ambrosia, it doesn't get much prettier than that. Um, Diamond Girl, Seals and Crofts, same thing. So this vocal, um, even though it was in that ballpark of the, you know, uh, kind of polite, vocal style of a lot of Yacht Rock. This felt um, pitchy and a little too polite, but by 20%. So there you go. Um, okay, moving on. Now we are going on to song number four, which is called Home. It's an acoustic song. The listing description was stripped down acoustic driven folk songs with male vocals are needed for an up to $40,000 direct, 40, direct ad agency placement in a national TV commercial. They're looking for mid-tempo songs and general stylistic wheelhouse of this reference provided by the ad agency, which is Colors by Donovan. Um, 
the ad agency likes colors as an example of what could work in this TV commercial. They're not looking for clones, copies, or sound-alikes, but they'd like, love to find something that captures the vibe, the sound, and the feel. Um, you know what, Bria? Can you play Colors by Donovan from YouTube? actually going to break with convention and play a reference on the show. I know I'm going to get a copyright strike, but they've been a lot cooler with those lately. Is it spelled with an um, O-U-R, right? Yeah, O-U-R-S by Donovan or Donovan Leach. Bria, if you can name the other song that Donovan Leach is famous for, I'll give you $10. And you can't look it up. <laughs> ah, these kids today. That's well, all right. I'm finding it. Give me a second. Really? Uh, I can maybe find it on YouTube, but um, give me a second. I don't have to play the whole song, Marion. Even if you play like a few seconds of the song, they still send you a thing. But now they just collect the, the royalties or distribute the money. Very good, Lost Boys. Mellow okay. Yellow. A bunch of you got it. Okay. Oh. Add. Add. <laughs> Let's see, that's for Vimeo. You were right. You know why I'm right? Good audio branding. Yellow is the color of my trip. Love's here in the morning when we rise. In the morning when we rise. By the way, listen to the mix. The same speakers, same microphone. That's the time. Same YouTube. Whoops. I love the best. I have powers. Blues the color of the sky in the morning. When we rise. In the morning. When we rise. That's the time, that's the time, I love the best. Okay. Green's the color. I'm going to do a little research here. What year was the song Colors recorded by Donovan Leach? Here's a summary from Wikipedia. The Colors single was released in the United Kingdom on the 28th of May, 1965. Okay, so what you just heard was released in 1965. So that means it was recorded probably in sometime in 65, maybe even 64. So remember what that sounded like. And now let's play the song, which... Uh, you know what? I should finish reading the listing. Sorry. Uh, agency likes us on colors, an example of what would work in this commercial. They're not looking for clones, copies, or sound-alikes. They'd love to find something that captures the vibe, sound, and feel. Please send them well-crafted, acoustic, old-timey-sounding folk songs in the general wheelhouse of the reference above and other acts in that wheelhouse. Love that word so much we used it twice in one sentence. Bob Dylan comes to mind. It sure does, or he sure does. Uh, a stripped-down acoustic guitar vocal performance or arrangements with a small ensemble at most can both work for this pitch. Take note that the lyrics in Donovan's song. Take note of the lyrics in Donovan's song, 
and then look at the lyric concepts below. Clearly his song is an ode to the one he loves and its simple message is compelling. Do you need to exactly mimic the recording and production? The ad agency hasn't asked for that, but we think if your recording sounds too modern or, or, or crystal clear, he says, it could lose the nostalgic sound and vibe that Colors has, so you be the judge. Lyric tip. Your songs need to have lyrics about or touching on one or more of the following themes, topics, concepts, keywords. Human kindness, I got you. Giving back, I love you. Togetherness, happiness, better together. Things are great. I'm feeling great. Things are looking up. Helping someone. Unconditional love, the human heart, positive attitudes, positive living. So, a song about be kind and generous to your fellow man. Do good things. Let's make the world a better place. You get the idea. Avoiding references to specific names, dates, blah, blah, blah. We've got all that. Uh, so the rest of this doesn't have anything to do with the music. It's all technical, you know, stuff about the payments, blah, blah, blah. So let's have a listen now. And this song is called Home. Thank you. 
next to you. Cast your votes. Plus one if you agree with the screener who did not forward this. Minus one if you would have forwarded this if you were sitting in the screener seat. Lord to George, he says, boy, we're a tough bunch of screeners. Eh, nobody's tough. It's just you, you want to get it right. Interesting, uh, Richard Zier says on, he's on the fence. Peter Rahill says best one so far. Uh, L. Harrison says can't remember listing. <laughs> That's all right. We have, we have a seniors department down the hall. I don't remember anything anymore either. Uh, Henry Vance is laughing out loud. Glad I'm not a screener. Um, Bad Chico says he would not, uh, he or she, I'm not sure, uh, because it's too country. This actually, to me, felt a little more country than it did folk. And... So people, generally speaking, I would say 75% of the people agreed with the screener, 25%, and I'm just roughing that, but was, you know, pretty good shoot from the hip guesstimate. Um, the people did agree with the screener who did not forward it. Um, and I think that most of us, if not all of us, agree that this was the best one we've heard so far. Um, sorry, I'm scanning as I'm talking, and my brain can only do one thing at a time, but... Um, you know what the biggest problem was for me personally was that it didn't really touch on human kindness. I got you, giving back, I love you, um, togetherness, happiness, better together. I mean, it talked about home and it was kind of a relationship song. I'm home when I'm with you, you know, uh, and it felt not right for advertising unless you were if you were doing an ad for veterans coming home or doing an ad for somebody that had clearly been on a trip for a long time, like a dad on a business trip, um, looking at pictures of his wife and kids on the plane, and that this could work really well for that. It didn't feel like it had the vibe, the emotional vibe. I'm not talking so much musical vibe, but the emotional vibe and impact that the Donovan song had. It didn't have that kind of all these beautiful things out there in the world kind of vibe. A little tough to explain that. Um, uh, 
Ooh, L. Harrison says, not enough rock star today, meaning me. Uh, I have a delicious tangerine Red Bull. I've not tried the tangerine one. I have tried the um, acai version. Very puckery in a good way. Um, uh, Donna asks, when I get a forward, is there a follow-up? Something letting me know the library will use it, for instance? Well, they're certainly not going to use it and not tell you that they're going to use it because that would be breaking a law. Um, yes, they, they will reach out to you and sometimes it takes days, sometimes it takes weeks, sometimes months. We've had the record holder, I believe, is seven years that somebody was actually contacted by a company that Taxi forwarded them to. When they hear something they like, they stick it in a folder on their desktop and it could sit there till the day they need it and then they go searching for it. Most of the time it happens a little sooner. Um, not poetic enough. Um, we all have two brains, psychologically speaking. Paul House says, no rock star in the UK. Well, it's time to move to the States then, Paul. Uh, was he upset? that you didn't forward. Yeah, he's frustrated that he can never get a forward because you know, his music, I think we would all agree that he's got some talent and some aspects of his music are good, um, but you have to satisfy the request from the listing. Um, Amanda West says the lyrics way too cliche, Michael. I will agree with you on that. Um, then again, we're not looking for, you know, deep songs to break a new artist so much as we're looking for catchy phrases that satisfy the need of the advertising agency. So in that context, I wouldn't worry so much about cliches as long as none of the cliches were exactly on the line that I, as the creative director uh, or the editor of the spot, would, would be pulling out. So as long as the, the money shot, as it were, is not um, cliche, not such a problem with advertising. Um, Paul House says, matching listing is critical. Read Robin's books. You know what? Somebody earlier made a comment about this book, so I'm going to hold it up. Seriously, there is no other book anywhere in the market that I'm aware of that talks about the differences between writing songs for radio and records and writing songs specifically for film and TV. It is an art and a craft and somewhat of a science unto itself. If you can write regular songs, you can write songs that'll work for film and TV. This book is the definitive piece of work that tells you exactly how to do it. And I am the publisher, so I want to disclose that. I make a couple bucks when you buy one. But as the publisher, I will tell you, if you buy this book and you don't think you got your $30 worth of love out of it, send it back in resellable condition and I will gladly personally refund your money there you go buy that book it's really really good um <laughs> l harrison says i'd be tempted to be frustrated and discouraged too but that has never worked in the past so i'm gonna so i'm going for the forward momentum of action, write, record, submit, repeat, variations accepted. Um, oh, uh, Tom Hip says, perhaps a taxi TV where you don't tell us if it's forwarded or not. I, I, we've done a bunch of those. 
Um, and, and you know what? Uh, we've played very long lists, like you know, twelve to fifteen songs, and I would say ninety-eight to ninety-nine percent of the time, and, and the the. The viewers don't know if it was forwarded or not, and we co-mingle them so that there's no, you know, pattern that's um, obvious. And I'd say 98, 99% of the time, the viewers get it right with the screener. Okay, um, let's do one more. I believe this is the last one. And... All right, uh, this one... It's called A Little Less Than Sorry. It was submitted for this listing, which is anthemic mainstream rock songs with male vocals are needed for several up to $2,500 directed music supervisor non-exclusive placements in a dramatic action-adventure cable TV series. Uh, they're looking for mid-dub tempo songs and general stylistic ballpark of the following references. We got directly from the music supervisor. Uh, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin, Karma Police by Radiohead, Mysterious Ways by U2, Shoot the Thrill by ACDC. Give them original, well-crafted songs that are rhythmically, lyrically, and melodically engaging with a rockin' performance. It sounds like a true classic rock band with live instrumentation. Your songs have great melodies, great rock lyrics, and a memorable chorus. Be sure your vocals are attention-grabbing with a solid, confident, attitude-filled vocal delivery. Um, this series needs several songs for each of the streaming slash radio channels that will be created for this show. Um, so don't hesitate to submit a few different songs for this pitch. Lyric themes can vary, but stylistically in the but should be uh, stylistically in the ballpark of what acts like the references might do. Broadcast quality is needed. Um, Oh, this one, um, the music supervisor himself, um, time permitting, was going to screen these. This guy likes to screen his own stuff whenever he can. And I honestly can't tell you if he did this one or not. I have to do a little research to find out. But I'd say probably 80% of the time he ends up screening his own stuff. So this may have been actually screened, probably was screened by the music supervisor. Let's have a listen. This is called A Little Less Than Sorry. The windmill. Don't need it anyway. 
vote plus one if you agree with the screener who did not forward this who by the way was the music supervisor um, working on the show we checked while the song was playing and a minus one if you would have forwarded if you were in the, the hot seat
votes are still rolling in. Marion Laird says, I'm glad I wasn't the screener on this one. I got to tell you, Marion, literally every time we've ever had a member come to the office and we've offered to let them sit down and, and screen something, um, the member, we had one gentleman listen to like three or four songs, walked down to my office and said, yeah, I think I've got it. I, I've got it. You could tell he was beat up. <laughs> it's like, it's way harder than you would think, way harder. It's one thing to say, I like something or I don't like something. It's kind of like holding a loaded gun in your hand, you know that you could hurt somebody with it. So not only do you have to make the decision as to whether or not it meets the criteria in the listing, you also have to know how to explain clearly what it is that doesn't work and say it in a way that doesn't make the person feel like they've been beat up for no reason. We, you know, we want our members to get better. So the information that we're giving out via the critiques is not to put them down or hurt them or stifle them, none of that stuff. It's all about, hey, have you ever thought about this? You know, it's to make people feel like, oh, you know, my drum turnarounds are a little sloppy. I'm going to just work on that for the next 30 days and then move on to the next thing that I need to work on. And then the next thing. We see this time and time again where members come in at kind of like a, a C plus or a B minus level. And at first they're resistant and they feel beat up and they're pissed off and they're angry at the screeners and they don't like taxi. And then eventually, because they hang out on the forum, the other members encourage them, say, look, we all started out like this, all of us. Um, so hang in there and just use all the tools that Taxi gives you and eventually you will start to see some progress if you really use the tools. So people hang out on the forum, they get feedback from their fellow members about specific submissions they're making for certain listings. They watch Taxi TV and tune their ears like you guys are doing today. They go to the road rally and their minds are blown. Everybody who goes to the road rally goes, wow, this is such a, a wealth of information. And they do that stuff for a year or two and they start getting some forwards. They do it for two or three years. They start making a little trickle of money and they do it for three, four, five years and they go, whoa, that's enough to pay for a vacation or a car. And then eventually if they do it for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, they turn it into an income stream that's a real living. So just do what everybody else has done and enjoy the success that they do. Um, okay, so some comments that I wrote down, and these are more or less quotes. I did put quote marks around them, but they may be um, paraphrases. Stylistically, not even close. Uh, the bones are there, but... Uh, but it, uh, but it needs a mix fix. Um, let's see, rehearse another rehearsal room recording. Um, somebody else wrote the vocal kills it. Somebody else said the vocal's too tame. Um, I uh, says something timing is I can't read my own writing. I was writing so fast. But again, the issue of the timing. Um, and the refs are much darker than this. So there you go. Funky Freddy says, eight or nine years, yeah. To make a six-figure income, yeah. Um, how long have you been making music, Funky Freddy? I wanna know. 
I'm going to sit here and stare at that chat room till Funky Freddy tells me how long Funky Freddy's been making music. When did you start? Come on, Funky. Twenty-five years. Okay. Are you making $100,000 or $200,000 a year with your music after doing it for 25 years? If you're not, then why not do what taxi members who are making $100,000 to $200,000 a year are, making, uh, are doing? Why? Why wouldn't you do that? You know, if, if, you got to start at some point if you want to do this. Look, it's not a path that everybody wants to take. Some people just enjoy making music because it's their creative expression of what's you know, pent up inside of them, spiritually, soulfully, emotionally, um, creatively, and they just want to get it out and they want, to, want people to hear it and be appreciated. But I've known so many musicians in my lifetime. I've been in the industry for 40 years. And the vast, vast, vast majority of people I know have never gotten signed, have never had large numbers of people hear their music because they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. And, and they make statements like, oh, I don't want to be commercial. Okay, so you want to live in obscurity. That's a personal choice. But if you want to make money with your music, do what the market is asking for. And that's what Taxi does for you. We deliver that to your home, and all you have to do is send back the right stuff. doesn't mean that all music you make has to be like that. It doesn't all have to be commercial. It doesn't all have to work in an advertisement. It doesn't all have to work in a scene in a TV show. Uh, you can, you know what? Would you rather do work in an automobile factory putting wheels on cars or digging ditches or laying bricks or working in a department store, doing something that, that you don't really love doing? You're going to do that for eight hours a day to put food on the table anyway, right? And then you come home and you're making music at night. Why not get yourself to the point where you're making commercial music that earns you that kind of money during the day? so that at nighttime you can make the kind of music that makes your heart happy. Just saying. Anyway, um, so that's it. And I, I want to thank this member a lot because it takes tremendous courage to have your music put out there and have others judge you. Um, I'm, I'm really, really grateful that he said yes to doing this. Um, and he just wanted to get his music heard. That was one of his things. He said, can you just let the songs go all the way to the end? Because more than anything, I just want to get my music heard, which is what everybody, I'm looking at, at the chat room right now, that's what everybody wants. But I want people to get their music heard and earn an income while they're doing it because I think that's the most awesome thing in the world to do something you love and get paid for it. That's not even work anymore. So with that, I want to say thank you all. Thank you, Bria. Thank, uh, thank the member. Thank you all, all of you guys in the chat room who were so good. Um, all right, Stephen, he just outed himself, so you guys know who he is. So yes, um, his name's Stephen Cashmar, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, Thank you, Stephen. I really do appreciate it. And I uh, want to let you guys know that next week we have a music library owner um, from what I would call an A-list library that gets tons of killer placements. And he is somebody who is just smart as they come, a super ethical, hardworking business person that knows his music um, 
is very well respected in the industry. And uh, so there you go. Join us next week for another... I need music for this. Join us next week for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Thanks, you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you, Steven.